there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. All right. Hey, it's Alana here, and today we have a special guest joining us who is very near and dear to my heart. And she's actually a part of the little prayer team that this podcast um, has keeping us covered, which is so great. And I actually had the privilege of working with Jody back in 2019, which feels so long ago. Um, actually, it wasn't that long ago, but it was uh, lovely and so great and so fun. And she actually, so we worked at a school, for those of you who didn't know that I worked at a school. Um, but she actually knew I was pregnant with Theo <laughs> before I even did. So that was very cool. <laughs> Um, so she's such a beautiful and incredible woman of faith who just oozes wisdom and joy and peace. Anyways, I could talk all day about you, Jody. but how about you just share a bit about yourself to us? Okay. Well, first of all, um, I just want to say hello to Alana and Paris. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your show. Um, mm-hmm. I just think really kingdom sexuality, um, is something that is really needed in the body of Christ. And, and honestly, um, even for non-believers too, um, it's good to hear what you guys are doing. So I'm just going to be continuing to pray for you and Mm. I'm excited to see where this whole podcast journey goes for you guys. Mm. So yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah. So where are you right now? Where are you living? I am in the beautiful province of Saskatchewan. (laughs) Some people think it's flat, but where I am, yeah, it's kind of flat, <laughs> but there's a lot of trees and a lot of lakes. Mm, that sounds so nice. Oh, beautiful. yeah. Beautiful. We just got about a two foot dump of snow last night. <laughs> Yikes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah already. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. <laughs> oh, gosh. So to keep it in topic of like singleness, Jody, are yeah. you yourself in a relationship right now or are you you're single right now? Yeah, I am single. I'll just kind of yeah. give you a little bit of my background because it'll probably, mm-hmm. uh, well, it'll give you some context and make things mm-hmm. uh, make more sense. So um, I was a bit of a rebellious teen and I moved out of the house when I was about 15. Um, I had started dating this guy that was just really not that good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and at 19, uh, we had our first kid and 20, hmm, what was I? I think I was 23 um, when we had our second. So I definitely, like, I wasn't married. But uh, things dissolved and, and fell through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but that's, that's kind of when I, I started to come around. Um, and I just knew, I was like, okay, you know, I was raised in a Christian home. Um, but I was just like, there, there's gotta be more to this life than this. And I knew, and I knew from, from being raised in that Christian home that, you know, there was hope and, and life could look different. And so at that point, it was a real turning point for me. I really just reached out to God and, you know, and to be honest, my life got worse, (laughs) but in a, in a good way, like it's one of those like seasons where it was I really had to push through and I was like, no, like I know what the truth is. And so I just continued to push through and got my education degree and, uh, you know, I was working and then I kind of woke up one day and I just thought, you know, 
do I want to do a nine to five job? Like, can I do this every day Mm -hmm. for the next 40 years of my life? And I was Mm -hmm. just, and I mean, it is not wrong. Don't get me wrong. You know, for some people that is not a bad thing, but I think we're all wired differently. And I would say like freedom is one of my top values. (laughs) So I, and, and I've always, you know, had this desire to travel and uh, I was like, you know what, I think I should go to Bible school. And so I started looking and I remember my, like my sister had these friends and there was always something different about these friends. And I'm just like, they're, they're not these normal Christians. They're just, they're so full of joy mm. and they're so free. And I was just like, man, there has to be more of them out there. <laughs> so that was kind of a reference point. And, um, I was like, okay, um, you know, God, like just lead me to where I am. So I was looking online for different Bible schools. And then my sister had told me about this, her two friends um, that I knew of, uh, that they had gone to New Zealand to go to this school um, with YWAM, Youth with a Mission. And so I started talking to them and I was like, you know what, like, I think this is what this is. And so I kind of started to make some preparations um, save up some money, <laughs> eventually went to New Zealand um, in 2008. And that was when my life completely changed. I, I was able to really deal with a lot of the baggage um, mm-hmm. I had brought on by my own stupid choice. <laughs> and right. just life. I mean, there's no perfect yeah. family. There's no perfect yeah. life, right? Yeah. Um, right. So it was a huge turning point for me. And, and since then, you know, I, I knew I wanted to be married, but at that time, you know, I had young kids and I was focused and I was like, okay, like right now I'm just kind of happy to be free, (laughs) free in a way. And not that I guess, because I had a very jaded view of maybe what relationships were. Mm -hmm. And so, but I knew, and I, and I remember praying, I'm just like, okay, God, like I I do want to be married someday, but just help me deal with this baggage. Like I don't want to be going into this relationship with a bunch of baggage. Right. And, um, and, and so, you know, started, started the painful process, you know, often when we just say, okay, God, go ahead. Um, It doesn't always get easier. Right. Yeah. It gets harder. So honestly for the next, oh, 10 years, probably, you know, the next five, six years were uber hard. Mm-hmm. I developed like a lot of health problems, mm-hmm. um, just the stress yeah. <laughs> of how, yeah, mm-hmm. of, um, you know, raising kids on your own. I was really fortunate though, to have family around and a lot of awesome friends mm-hmm. that would help. And, um, I think the other thing too, you know, I was just, I didn't want to be with somebody because I, you know, I think I had enough sense to know, you know, while, while I'm dealing with this baggage, you know, if I, if I start dating somebody, it's kind of as a number, right? Like you're never mm. really going to deal with your issues unless nice. it's just you and God. And yeah. so, um, my sister, <laughs> you guys can just stop me whenever, but my <laughs> sister <laughs> had given me this, um, this video, I think it was like a CD series. Do they even make those anymore? I don't know, (laughs) but it was, uh, it was an, and Andy Stanley, I think and it was called love, sex and dating. Mm -hmm. And man, that there was one phrase that stuck with me and will two actually that will stick with me just, and it always plays back in my mind. But 
Now this is a kind of a confusing sentence and I'm pretty sure I have it right. So I'm going to repeat it twice. Okay. So he said, be the person you are looking for is looking for. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you know, I yeah. had to think about that. I'm like, okay, be the person you are looking for is looking for. So basically mm. if you want someone that's healthy, you better be healthy, like yeah, spiritually, right. emotionally, because Amen. otherwise yeah. they're not going to be attracted to you. Right. Absolutely. Um, so many times I think people focus on finding the one, the one. Yeah. And, but also like, I think my view of marriage started to change, you know, like, I think we grew up with this, like, Disney idea of what marriage is. Um, And there was something else he said, people don't have marriage problems. People with problems get married. Mm. And so I was like, okay, that's true. Right. You know, like I don't, I don't think I have a skewed view, you know, someday I'm going to go into marriage and it's going to be perfect because there is no perfect person. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, if we can deal with those issues on our own before we go into a relationship, you're not depending on that other person. Um, and you don't have unrealistic expectations. Like I, Mm -hmm. they're, they're not, you're not using them to fill the void Mm -hmm. really. Like only God can fill that void. And so that was like a, like huge for me. And I remember praying and just yeah. Just saying, okay, like I, I don't want to deal with this baggage, but I also knew at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Kind of growing up in a small town, really honestly, like no other, maybe I had one friend that was a Christian, but it wasn't, I, I mean, a couple, I shouldn't say one, but I really had no frame of reference for healthy Christian guys, my age either. Yeah, and so I prayed like, this is so huge. I prayed. I'm like, okay, God, I need to deal with my junk. Plus, God, please send me healthy men, like spiritually, yes. emotionally. Yeah. So I was like, okay, God, like, please put these men in my life. And honestly, over the next few years, he brought some of the most amazing Christian men I have met. Um, mm-hmm. And from there, we were able to develop like healthy, like Christ-centered friendships. And mm-hmm. it honestly made all the difference. Like these guys walked in incredible integrity, but still down to earth and normal. Um, and I started to see myself as valuable and worth it again, Mm. like just the way, like, and I think that's what it is. I think so many people are lacking a frame of reference. Oh, so they don't, they don't even know like, Oh, I'm worth it. Or, Oh, actually people can be like this. So, so I think what one thing to pray for people is like, God send me actual tangible frame, like a person that can be a frame of reference. Because once you know that type of person exists, you're like, and I mean, we know, okay, we know in our minds, but to know in your heart and to experience that is completely life changing. And it really was for me. So I think with that, and then, you know, my view, even of of marriage has changed and, and, you know, I've read quite a few books uh, on signalness and relationships and dating because I'm like, well, you know, and ask, and to me, one thing I always do when I find a healthy couple, which honestly, sadly to say is not often, um, I always ask, I'm like, so what is it that makes your marriage work? And so many times the one thing that comes up is always communication. 
Absolutely. Um, it it yeah. seems like. Um, yeah. And mm -hmm. so also like my view of marriage kind of started to change. Like it's actually not about somebody who's going to make me happy. I mean, right. that's part of it. Yeah. But someone who's going to help me grow to be the best version of myself and me yes. for them. Yes. So somebody who has my best interests, somebody, you know, and so to be able to have that deep joy and, and as, and deep joy in the hard times, right? Like joy doesn't mean happiness, but I mean, exactly. happiness does come <laughs> as a result. And so, um, yeah, I think too, the other thing I thought, I'm like, you know, I think so many people are just with someone just so they're not lonely. Yeah. But, but part of that is just like, okay, God, like I have this time, like help me to be intentional. What do you want me to do with it? Mm -hmm. You know, how can I grow as a person? How can I serve? Like uh, what friendships, you know, and God will totally open up doors that you never expected. And I think when you're purposeful about your life, you, that it's not that that loneliness completely goes away, but right. that's not your sole focus anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you have to find joy in doing other things and in God, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so good, Jody. Like there's so you. many good little Jody, nuggets of wisdom. That is, that's amazing. Um, it's so funny, Jody, you're saying so much of something God placed on my heart literally last night. And I've been mm. studying the book of Ruth oh, and awesome. the framework of Ruth <laughs> just resounds with your story. Like mm. she, wow. you know, she ended up losing, you know, what she thought yeah. was going to be her forever. She yeah. was in a time of her life that was impossibly hard. She was presented yeah. with situations where her as herself could not do life that way. You know, she needed yeah. community around her. She had to move. She needed to make these big decisions in order to see God face to face. And then he blessed her and blessed her and blessed her, but it caused bringing her to her absolute rock bottom and to her knees before he could see, yeah. her, before she could see his face. And I'm listening to you like, Oh my gosh, this is a Ruth story. And <laughs> I just, I just want to thank you for sharing that because mm -hmm. I mean, we all know that, you know, it's, a righteous man, a righteous woman is always blessed with being able to be in the presence of God and experiencing mm. his fullness because he gives that to yeah. us because he sees us as worthy and valuable and he loves yeah. that. You know, we're spending time in his presence and he's like, yes, come on, let's go. And he's yeah. before that back in your life. And like you said, like ask for people, ask for people that are shining God's glory to be in your life, to give you the framework of, of what a godly man looks like and what godly relationships look like. This, this, this is all going to formulate, you know, in essence, your future, right? Like yeah. who you surround yourself with, whether mm -hmm. your future has marriage in it or your future has a different ministry in it, and it doesn't matter. This yeah. is important, right? Yeah. I think that's absolutely amazing. Like the book of Ruth is just, it just, is absolutely incredible to me. And I'm sitting here like, Oh my goodness. Like, look at God go like, Oh, yeah. this is beautiful. That's awesome. Um, one, one other thing, uh, like, I mean, I guess, I don't know if this is the right place to comment, but, um, I really wrote this down and I think this is so important mm -hmm. and to all you single ladies out there, listen, lend an ear or two. Let's go. Yeah. So here we go. I think too, um, what you really want to realize is, you know, you can find somebody that you can be happy with and you can do things and it'll fill your time with, but you know, and a lot of times people will say they're Christians, 
but what is, what's the fruit? So what, what is their life what, saying? Amen. <laughs> what is yeah. their life saying? Don't worry about what yeah. they're saying. I, yeah. I heard this pastor, um, this talk and this guy, he was a, a guy kind of the head of a, an organization or a church or whatever. And he would go around and visit the smaller churches mm-hmm. and just to kind of check in with the pastors and the congregations. And he said, he will always you know, evaluate a church, how they're doing by actually how a wife of the pastor is doing. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and he, and he said, if, if a pastor takes care of his wife, and that's not to say there's going to be highs and lows, right? Like we get that, for sure. but if he is taking care of his wife, he knows that he is taking care of the church. So it's not about the programs. It's not about all these other things. It's like, really like how, how in tune with you are, like, are you with your wife? Like, how Mm -hmm. do you value her, you know? And, and that's an action. And I'm not saying I'm a perfect person, right? Like I still have lots of room to grow. But the other thing too, um, is, you know, we can have a relationship with a Christian guy who's nice and, and this and that, but at the end of the day, like, is he pursuing God to impress you or was he pursuing God before? Because here's the thing, you know, I could have a spouse, you know, I could have somebody that's nice and good, whatever, but, and I especially think of a lot of Christian, I'm just going to use Christian girls for an example, Christian single girls who will be like, Oh, you know, like he's a nice guy. Let's say he's not a Christian, but he's a nice guy. You know, he's got mm-hmm. values, got morals, whatever. Mm-hmm. But here's what you're forfeiting. Okay. You could have a spouse that could consult the king of the universe on your behalf for every situation in life that you're going to face to gain his perspective, wisdom, direction. And why would you ever want to give that up? Absolutely. Yeah. Like oh. you were forfeiting somebody who that, you know, your husband could consult the person that created you that actually knows you better than you know yourself and you're willing to give that up. Yeah. Wow. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So to me, that was like a huge realization. Like it is. So yeah. I just wanted to make sure that that point was said. That needed said. said. Yeah. It's not. I mean, you look, you go back to scripture, like, you know, too, like Jody, with what you're saying, how so many people profess to be Christians, but you're like, okay, show me the fruit and I'll believe the word. Right. And then like, it takes me back to like, how many, how many of us are actually digging into scripture and seeing what God has already ordained for our life in both marriage and singleness? Are we to settle? Absolutely not. Has Christ ever settled? Absolutely not. We're supposed to be made in his image. Yeah, we're not totally. settling for good guys. We are <laughs> running to the throne of God and pleading to Him to yeah. prepare our man for us, right? Yeah. And for those of us who are married, we're still doing that. One hundred percent context, right? Because it's within marriage. Yeah. But we should be praying for those men and those men. We cannot. It's 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 a recipe for disaster if you're ever going to settle. Because like yeah. you said, Jody, like I'm never going to forget that. Now I love how you put it why would you forfeit like such a leader and, and like such a man that could be yeah. bringing you before? Oh my king? goodness. Yeah. That's so good. Why yeah. would you ever, why would you, it, it just doesn't make sense. He's our creator. We can't live without him. <laughs> yeah. And why would you have a man that wouldn't either? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 
and I think what's compromised is, you know, the temporary feeling of like, I'm not lonely. It's like, man, like you're going to give that up so you don't feel lonely. But actually in the long run in that relationship, you know, you're, you're probably going to feel lonely. (laughs) Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, really no one can, can fill us the way God can, but at the same time, like, yeah, you want somebody that is going hard after God. Um, not just when you're around, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So we have a couple questions, Jody, and I, I feel like we've already covered so much and it's already been so fantastic <laughs> that I don't even know if we have to go through all of them. I don't think we do, but I'd like to just pick a couple and then we can just For chat sure. about them. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted to kind of hear you tackle was, cause you know, we all know that single people are still sexual people. Um, yeah. but how do you think like single people can navigate those desires honorably? Like, what do you think that looks like? Okay. So you're right. Like God made us to be sexual beings. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, number one, really the power of the Holy spirit, (laughs) you're not getting anywhere without that. Right. Um, and so it's, it's really dying to yourself Yeah. at the same time, because I think you have to think like, do I want to compromise myself for my future spouse? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yes, there is, I think having somebody that you can honestly be totally upfront with and as somebody that you really trust, um, somebody that, you know, is not going to say anything, not judge you Mm -hmm. and be completely honest and say like, look, this is really what I'm dealing with. And, you know, are we going to, you know, it is a struggle to struggle is not the sin to give in is yes. So Um, I think too, it's the the number one thing I can say is even as a single person, build yourself a prayer team around you. Like you can never do life without prayer and, and don't ever think you can. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, two to three people that you have praying for you on a daily basis. So prayer to me is so important. And the other thing, have somebody that can hold you accountable Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just going to tell you what you want to hear, yes. but can hold you accountable and be honest with you because you know what, those are the people that truly, really love you. They're willing to tell you the truth, even though it's uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. I would say, you know, and, and learn, like I, I just finished this book. It was so good. It was called, uh, every woman's battle. Oh um, yeah. Discovering- Have you Such guys- a good book. <laughs> Such a good book. <laughs> someone had told me about it. Um, discovering God's plan for sexual and emotional fulfillment. And I think, yeah. you know, yeah. for women, so maybe for guys, you know, the way we're wired, I think for guys v- visually, um, right. sexually, but I think th- the equivalent of that for girls is emotionally. So mm-hmm. really to even keep yourself in check emotionally, like, are you having conversations that, you know, you probably wouldn't be too happy if someone else knew you were having them. Um, right. How, and even being conscious of the way, like, I think one thing for me is I've read a decent number of books on, you know, for, writ, books written from a guy's perspective. So, mm-hmm. you know, we might come across as what we think is just, you know, just happy, whatever, but from a guy's perspective, And I mean, don't get me wrong. We are not responsible for someone else's reaction. Right. But we are responsible. Like is how we're coming off 
um, would they perceive that as really flirty? Like, how would we feel if their girlfriend or wife were there? You know, would we be doing the same Mm -hmm. things? So I Mm -hmm. think um, just... I don't know what if I want to say educating, but I think, you know, read a lot, listen to a lot of things, um, be able to talk to somebody and, and have a solid prayer team. And really it boils down to really just relying on God for that. Yes. And yeah, you are human and you are going to face those struggles. So when you do just be prepared <laughs> yeah. and kind yeah. of make a game plan ahead of time. Like, okay, when this happens, what am I going to do? Or if I'm mm-hmm. in this situation, because if we play, if you kind of look at any good sports team, they're always going to go through the plays in their head beforehand. Right. right. So that when it really does happen, you're prepared and you're more likely to make that executed decision that you've thought about ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that, I don't know. That's, I that's yo, that was really it. good. Yeah. Okay. So good. So good. Yeah. Okay, Jody, that was amazing. I want to run a question by you as well. Okay. Um, this is one that I get a lot from the circle that I'm in just with discipling younger women. So how can yeah. we as married women, so Alana and I here talking to you, how can we support and walk alongside our sisters in Christ in a manner that's empowering? Because so often I hear a like single woman being like, okay, like, all the people are saying, oh, it'll happen in God's time. And you'll get married in oh. God's time. And you just need yeah, to keep yeah. going. They're like, that is the emptiest thing you could say to me. Like, <laughs> where is the empowerment in that? So what do you have to say to that? How can we walk alongside you? Okay. So I, okay. I think number one, um, include people in family, like God mm. created family for a reason. Yeah. And, you know, he even talks about, you he'll even oh man there's a verse that talks about um god putting people in families like even people that don't have families kind of thing and right. so i would say you know if you're discipling somebody invite them into your life come over mm-hmm. let's bake bread here you can help me clean and do dishes like just yeah, yeah. To, just to really see um how things truly run in a household because you can have these single people that just kind of have no clue and they have, they have their own idea in their mind. But mm-hmm. I, like I said, it kind of boils down to going back to a frame of reference. So yes. have these people or yeah, like have them in your home, have them doing things with you, have these real conversations mm-hmm. with these girls about the heart. Like what is the hard thing in marriage? Like what are some of the ugly things? And I mean, you're only going to share what you would want your spouse for right. you to share. Right. Yeah, but sure. I think man, being real with someone is the best thing. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Marriage is awesome, but you know, what sucks about it. Or, you know, it's like really hard having those real conversations, I think are some of the, some of the best things you can probably do, um, for single women. And at the same time, um, you know, for single women, okay, what do I do in the waiting? I think if you kind of, if a person were to change their frame of mind to think, okay, God already knows who my future spouse is. So they're already living on this earth, breathing, they exist. How can I prepare my, and, and I've mentioned this before, but how can I prepare myself? So it's almost like you're entering into marriage before you even know them because you're working on you to be ready for that. And it almost 
you know, puts them in a different frame of mind, even though they haven't met this person. It's like, how do I prepare? And you're already almost walking into that marriage without walking into it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, um, Absolutely. And I think just, yeah, like if, if your focus is solely on like, Lord, like, I just want this person. I want this person. You're honestly going to compromise. <laughs> like, cause right. you're going to be so Amen. desperate that when you yep, come yep. across somebody that slightly might resemble a really good person, mm-hmm. you're going to like put aside the bigger flaws. Right. Yes. So, and it's just asking like, God, just help me to stay focused and help that not to be like, really, I think at times you just really need the power of the Holy spirit mm-hmm. to, to do that. And so you know, God gave us the desire, I believe, um, for a reason, but it's like, God, how do I use my time the most and to be focused on what you want me to be focused on? I think when you do that, mm-hmm. you're way less occupied about just like waiting for your husband. Yeah. Here, right. Mm-hmm. It's almost like all of a sudden, I think at some point you're going to be doing what you're doing and, and like, oh my goodness, you know, like you're not focused mm-hmm. on that, but then yeah, eventually you're going to realize, oh, this might be the one. And so I don't know if that answered your question, no, but for sure. yeah. yeah. It's no, so that's good. so good. It's so good just to be like, I love being able to talk to someone that's just like so many people shy away from being straight up. They're like, no, it's okay. Like you married women are doing great. You're talking to us. Uh, and I'm like, no, like zip yeah. it. You're not doing okay because I see other things in your life that's saying (laughs) that. Tell us straight up. We need to all be honest as a whole. You know, Mm -hmm. you as single women, us as married women, we're women. We're supposed to walk alongside each other, empowering each other. You know, we're all on the same mission in God's Mm -hmm. kingdom. So let's do this together, but know how we can better serve each other. So that was great. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, this was so lovely. There we go. We'll do yeah, it again. Man, you guys, <laughs> thank you so much. Okay. This has been great. And yeah, I really look forward to coming back on and just know that I am definitely praying for you guys. And uh, mm, yeah, so appreciate that. bless this ministry to reach people farther than you can even imagine. Amen. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jody. Thanks for your wisdom. Yes. Thank you so much. This is so good. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks girls. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys, and we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.